0: Let's open our Bible to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, and I'm going to be reading from verse 15. The Lord here starts his ministry and he quotes the scriptures, all right? He's quoting Isaiah. Very important to realize that he came and he fulfilled all the prophecies. Not all of them, by the way, there's some still to be fulfilled, but in all accuracy. Many of the prophets spoke in 500, 600 years prior to that. He fulfilled all of them. And this is one of them. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Now this is the important verse. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Amen. Speaking of himself. Now, the title of this message is Perception Deception. <laughs> perception yeah. Deception. All right. Perception Deception. The people have walked in great darkness, have seen a great light. Now, when I use the word perception, what do you think that word means? Anybody like to suggest an answer that? What is a perception?
1: Where do you think?
0: The way we view something, all right? The way we see things. Perspective from our paradigm of the world around us and ourselves. Now, the important thing to grasp is that you and I operate on the basis of our perceptions. Amen? We all have the perception that our car will carry us to work. Otherwise we wouldn't get in it. Amen. We all operate on the basis of perception. Whatever we perceive, that's how we respond. If we perceive that a restaurant produces good food, we will go there. Am I right? The other side of the coin is (laughs) if you've been to a restaurant and you come home and you suffer for a few weeks, (laughs) your perception has been altered somewhat, all right? And for that reason, even if that was a one off over a thousand years of serving the community, you will not go back there because of perception. All right. Now, what I have to ask is this does your and my perception always reflect the truth? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Amen? I yeah. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. Amen? The reason the world's in a mess is because people, by and large, have false perception. They perceive things, but what they perceive, and what we very often perceive, please, let's make this close to home, is not based on the truth. Because in the Word, the light is symbolic of the truth. God send forth your light and your truth. Alright? Now, what we have to realize is that perceptions can be very deceptive. One of the greatest deceptions, perceptions that we have, is that we personally believe that our perceptions are all true. <laughs> that is the greatest deception. We automatically think because we think something, that's how it is. It's always been like that. I mean, can I just say something? If your and my perception is not based on the truth, it destroys us. Amen? I'll give you an example. For years, I had a perception of church. Perception. The system fed me information that gave me a perception. Many of us here are the same, in the same boat. Because of that perception, As soon as I was out of the control of a church school, I would not set this foot in a church. Unless it was for a a wedding, in which case I'd be thinking of the reception afterwards. (laughs) Other than that, I got hauled into the odd funeral, which reluctantly I would attend. But you understand, church was a no-no for me. Until, guess what? Lo and behold, the false perception was altered by the truth. Now, guess Mm -hmm. what? You can't get me out of church. Amen. Amen? Amen? Do you understand this? You see? Now, let me explain something. The devil operates on this basis. All right? His job is to create in people's minds false perceptions. False perceptions, you see. You see, he's been very successful. So, people having false perceptions go along with life and they wonder why things don't work out. Okay, now, let me explain something. It's very important to grasp this principle. Three concepts that tie together – truth, wisdom, And salvation, all right? But they're not all that hard to understand. The first thing we need to grasp so clearly is that truth is what God thinks. Amen? In any situation, the truth is what God thinks. The Lord Yeshua said, I am the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. All right? And He was the expression of God, remember? You want to know what God thinks about something? Look at the life of Christ. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you fight with me, you're fighting with God, basically. You see? Now the truth is important. You see, it's what God thinks. It's a light on any subject, the truth. You see? You and I, before we can make any success of life, have to know the truth. Amen? Keep telling everybody this. We have to find out what does God think? Amen? Trying to find out what work you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to live, blah, blah, blah. What is the preeminent issue? What does God think? Amen? Grasp that and other things flow together. What must I do with my life? What does God think? You understand? Once you've got that right, Then we set up for doing the rest. But it doesn't stop there, see. The next thing we have to grasp is that truth on its own is not enough. We have to add wisdom. What wisdom is, very simply stated, please don't think of some deep philosophical concept that nobody can really know. Wisdom, very simply stated, is putting the truth to practice God's way. Amen? You can know the truth, but apply it incorrectly. It is true that everybody needs to be saved. Am I right? Amen. But if I stand in the queue at pick and pay and I've got my Bible and I start hitting people over the head, you need to be saved, boom! You need to be saved, boom! <laughs> They'll haul me out. It's a danger to society. I will not have achieved the purpose of God. In fact, I'll probably chase a lot more people away from being saved. Do you understand? I know the truth, but I'm not applying it with... Wisdom. Okay. Now, get those two together. The natural result is what the Bible calls salvation. Things work out. Amen? Do you get it? Know the truth, put it into practice, things work out. It might not look that they're working out to start off with, but ultimately they do. Amen? Because God is in it. Has everybody got that? Now, I said that all because, you see, in the very watered-down form of of the understanding, here I am bumbling along in life and things are going well. or so I think, you see, I've got a worldly view of salvation. I'm happy. you get it? I might be very wealthy. I might be doing well. Okay. I'm happy. But, you see, because of that, I have this perception that I know it all. You understand? I perceive that because everything's going well, I must have it all right. Do you see that? But you see, the truth of the matter is you can have it all, but you haven't based it on the truth, you see. So eventually what happens? It falls apart. Okay? I hope grasping this. You see, why I'm trying to say that is because here I have a perception. The world has said you must achieve great things, and you've achieved great things. You've got your Springbok jersey, you've got your company, you're happily married, you've got children. Everything seems fine, all right? So you assume, well, you know, I'm I'm it. Come to me for advice. I'm basing my life on a perception. It would be understandable that I would feel that that perception is right. Do you all get this? But the point is, that perception is dooming my life to destruction because nobody can tell me anything. You understand? That's why the Lord said it's so hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's harder for a camel to go through this narrow gate and these camels are loaded up. Gotta push, shove, try, and get with people that are all comfortable and going good. You need to the Lord. <laughs> I don't need the Lord, I'm quite happy as I am. Thank you very much. You understand? That's the problem. That's what we're dealing with. You see, false perception. Now, how do you and I, and please realize something, you and I sitting here have all got perceptions that are incorrect. Did you know that? To that measure, we are not enjoying the fullness of life. I'm speaking about myself as well. But now, what I'm trying to just warn us about, and we can talk about examples. Let me give another example. You know, people have got a perception of marriage. A perception of marriage. The world's Hollywood color-coded perception wine and roses, honeymoon, don't come back, sort of thing. And then what happens? Get married. (laughs) I mean, well, you see, the point is God's plan is much better than anything Hollywood could conjure up. You understand? But it's the perception. You see, and if you go in with the wrong perception and the reality doesn't fit with the perception, then you think, oh, well, I've made a mistake. You see, I must get out of this. Does everybody grasp That's what's happened in our society. False perception. No understanding. I mean, talk about careers now. False perception. I became a law student. My only understanding of law, the world of law, was there was a TV program called Perry Mason. Nobody really knows it. Perry Mason was a television lawyer, you see, and he used to solve cases, and it was quite, you know, entertaining. And I thought, well, that's great, Perry Mason II.
1: <laughs>
0: Until you found out what the law is really about. When I discovered that, I thought, I don't want anything to do with this mess. Understand? I mean, I had this, it's quite funny because I was teaching history at school, see, a lot of the kids that study history are doing it because they want to eventually go to university and become lawyers, you see, study law. And I had this one blonde genius in my class, you see, she wanted to be a lawyer. And I had to keep a straight face when she told me this. Because, and I just said to her, um, young lady, why do you want to be a lawyer? Said, well, I'm very good at arguing, you see. <laughs> her, her skill in arguing to that point had been proved by the fact that she managed, she was an only child, by the way, to get her daddy to buy a brand new Mercedes Benz rather than a second-hand one, you see, for her 18th birthday, by the way. That was her skill in persuasion. Hmm? is pretty good, Stacey. You're <laughs> quite right. But you obviously don't have that. <laughs> but you don't want to be a lawyer, you see. But what I'm trying to say is that was the understanding of law, you know, that this old judge is going to be pushover like her dad, You know, twist him around a little finger. She hadn't a clue. Didn't have a clue. You understand? I didn't say anything else. I'm just here to teach a history lady. And she got through, by the way. I think she even got her first. Anyway. But what I'm trying to get at She was barging into this thing with a completely false perception. And what will happen to that? Gets into this thing, studies all of that, goes and does it, gets treated like dirt in the whole system, which that's how it works, and eventually, all for nothing, you see. It happens so often. All right? What we're talking about here is to try and make sure we don't have false perception. But you see, how do you and I ensure we don't have false perceptions, and that's where the scripture comes in. The people who have walked in great darkness have seen a great light. You see, and the starting point for you and I is to recognize and admit we don't know it all. Amen? not that easy sometimes, especially when things seem to be going well. Amen? And even when things are not going well, we find people not prepared to learn. Well, you see, we have to start off with this understanding that maybe we don't know it all. We probably have perceptions that are wrong. Amen? God resists the proud. Did you know that? That's why he says in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Realize we're not there yet. We haven't got it all. Are you hearing me? But how do we get it all as it were? Well, this is where it's very critical to understand that in our lives, we need to measure everything according to the light of God's word. Amen? The light of God's word. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I read the Bible, I follow the Bible and blah, blah, blah. Right there, Another false perception, all right? Because you see, to many people's thinking, the Bible is the Ten Commandments. You understand? If I keep my nose clean, basically, I'm living according to the Bible. Well, for your information, do you know, the Bible is much more challenging than just that. You understand? And we're not talking just about living right before God. Now, of course we have to live right before God. You understand that? But the perception has got to change from Christianity is just that, to realizing Christianity is far, far more. Real Christianity affects every single centimeter or millimeter of you in my life. Amen? Amen. That's the perception we need to have. God is interested in how you eat. How do I know? He's been working my case for years. Hallelujah. (laughs) And I've got halfway there, kicking and screaming. (laughs) Amen. But I realize God is extremely interested for a lot of reasons. Amen. I realize something as well. You see, people just think, well, you know, health is an add-on extra from God's perspective. It's your soul that really matters. Well, for your information, your soul is extremely important. And your spirit is even more important, but your body is very important to God. Amen? It's very important. In fact, they're all connected. Did you know that? You and I are not operating in maximum health. Did you know something? You can't do God's work properly. That's what I've discovered. Amen? Amen? My health affects how I serve God. And to be honest with you, I realize that to do what God's asked me to do, I have to be in peak physical condition. The moment I grasp that, that's when the enemy really tried to pump me. You understand? But we've got to grasp this. God is able to heal us. You see, that's what the Bible says. He sent his word and healed them. Praise the Lord. Amen. He forgives all your iniquities. Notice all your iniquities. Thank God. But it doesn't stop there. All your iniquities, full stop. No! And heals, guess what? All of your diseases. Now you see, if we've got a paradigm that thinks, oh well, you know, a bit of sickness here, there, it's normal. It's common. Amen? But that's the big mistake. Because we think everybody else is doing it, it's normal. It's right. Does this make sense? You see, the biggest lie of the devil is everybody is doing this. Our perception is, well, that's how it is. Don't get married. Just shack up and see if it works out. Hallelujah. That's the paradigm in which we live, by the way. You see? Now, do you think that that's God's best? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You see, we go that way, we think it works out all very nice, but we do not experience salvation. God's way. Can you see that? Health. We need to do it God's way. And please, I need to say something here. When it comes to healing, every single one of us here is different. Did you know that? We have different constitutions. We are completely different in every single regard, okay? So it's wrong to prescribe one way of being healthy to everybody. There are general principles, but the first thing we need to realize, God wants you 100%. Okay? Your, my paradigm needs to be, I'm not happy until I'm 100%. Does that mean God doesn't love me if I've got a sniffle? For crying in a bucket? Of course not. But He's not happy, that you've been afflicted. Do you understand that? And if he's not happy, we shouldn't be happy. Do you get it? You see, our paradigm needs to change. God wants us 100 percent fit. Isn't that wonderful to you think? Amen. It doesn't matter what our age is. Amen. Amen. People want to live a long life. Well, I don't want to live a long life if I'm totally crocked and in a wheelchair and, you know somebody's got to feed me and even worse, clean me up. Oh my soul, put a bullet through my head, dear God. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. That's not life. That's not life. Am I right? No. I'm planning to live a long time. Well, c- can I just state this categorically? The devil's tried to kill me on many occasions, but I'm going to live until I've done what God wants Amen. me to do. Amen. Amen. Listen, when I'm finished, then I will go. The point is this I want full health up till day, whatever it is. Okay? And then, bye throw a party and out of here. Okay. But you understand, everybody. <laughs> Perceptions. Amen? Perceptions. You now I have to continually, continually be looking at the Word, making sure that our walk lines up. Amen? Our thinking lines up. In the political world, all this nonsense that's going on, the political world works on the basis of perception. Did you know that? That's why there's such a big fight for the control of the media. Because if you can control how everybody thinks, you can control them. People making the most stupid decisions as to who's going to represent them. It makes no sense logically whatsoever. But what's happened? The media has created a perception. Perception. And children of God, we have got to be so careful of that. Just because the news says something doesn't mean it's so. All right? It's amazing how all the time there's just a bit of a twist, perception. Just trying to build up a perception, and it's so effective. I tell you, economies have been destroyed, nations have been destroyed because of this continual bombardment of false perception, false perception. I mean, there's even people that fight for the right, fighting for the right to kill a baby when it's nine months in the womb. They think it's a moral right to be able to kill the child. And somebody asked one of these. Sorry. No, i was saying I saw a debate so were talking about considering the first year of a baby's life. So after he's born it's born, even? It's, it's,
1: it's diabolical.
0: It's diabolical. If they
1: decide it's, it's disabled or it can you know, it's not to be
0: quite involved, so up to year we love to to. If the child survives the abortion, the debate is denying it medical attention. I mean, for heaven's sake, how ridiculous is that? How twisted is a mind to think that? But you see, what's caused that? A continual barrage of lies and misconceptions. The whole Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court, very wisely struck it down because it was very bad law right from the word go. But what did the media do? Create the perception that these horrible Supreme Court people are making sure nobody can ever have an abortion again. That's the perception. Young girls marching to the Supreme Court, you see, dressed like film, handmaiden, whatever, and they've got a baby doll with blood on it, you know, their minds are totally and utterly cooked. It has no relationship to the whole court case at all. That court case, by being struck down, all it meant is that every state can now decide for themselves whether they want to have abortion or not. That's all it did. They didn't ban abortion, didn't do anything of the sort. But what was the perception? For political reasons. Oh, this is going back into the Dark Ages when in fact it's trying to encourage people to move in the light. One politician put it very well, his opponent fighting for this position in the Senate. He's a Christian. His opposition, also believing Christian, apparently, but he's pro-abortion, you see. And his argument, oh, you know, God gave people the right to choose. So this other politician says, yes, but God also says, choose life. (laughs) I thought that was very clever. Yes, we can choose, but God also said, Choose life, You see, so there we go, praise God. But you see, what's creating all of this? False perception based on wrong information. Lies will produce wrong perceptions. The great discovery I had at the age of 20 that I lived most of my life on the base of a complete lie. You see, as a young person, you think you're going to live forever. You're just not going to die. You don't think about death. You're here forever, you can do what you like, alright? Nobody talked about it. So your perception is, oh well it's somewhere out there, and one day it'll happen, but in the meantime... That's a false perception. Do you know that? What is the truth? It's appointed for everybody one day to die. Amen? You may as well face it now and find out what it's about, so that you can really live. Does that make sense? You see, salvation comes with the truth. If you know what's going to happen when you die, you're free to actually really live. Life only makes any sense if you know what happens once you die. I mean, that's common sense, is it not? Oh, but what is the perception? Vague, you see. The devil loves vague perception. Vague perception. And if you end up making your decisions and life decisions based on vague perception, you'll end up in the pit. Did you know that? You and I will end up in the pit. And as children of God, we have the privilege of having the Word of God to be able to assess. You see, the people who walked in great darkness have seen a great light. The sad thing is, many people didn't want the light. They wanted to carry on in their sin. That's why they didn't want the light, you see. What is the false perception? Oh, the moment you find out about your sin you're done for, God got rid of you. No, not at all! That's another false perception. False perceptions about God the devil has sowed into people's minds. Oh, you know, God wants to punish you for your sin. How false is that? I won't go to church. We know people that won't set foot to you. You know why? They're scared of being exposed. So they'd rather live in darkness and in destruction than come and face the light. What's the perception? Oh, the Christians are critical! They judgmental, mental! Mental, yes, but no! <laughs> I've had it! So one person says, I don't go to church, I can't find the right church. So I said, have you come to my church? That shocked him up. Huh? No, I'm not saying we've got the perfect church. What am I saying? He hasn't found the church because he hasn't really looked for the church. You understand? There's a church for everybody. Did you know that? God's got a specific church you and I are supposed to be in. What is the false perception? Oh, I can choose where I want to go. Let me tell you, a lot of people have chosen where they want to go and they've gone straight to hell. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, brothers and sisters? This is important. Everything you and I do, the big decisions. Check them out in the light of God's word and make this decision. If that's what God thinks about it, that's the way I'm going to go. You can build that into your life and my life. Let me tell you, we're destined to know salvation in all its glory. Can you all say amen? Praise God.